The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Real Ads. Real Ads brings all your high-value real estate tech tools together in one platform to slash cost and boost marketing at the same time. Discover the future of real estate marketing by Googling Real Ads CRM. That's R-E-A-L-A-D-S-C-R-M. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody. Ray Wood here, and welcome back to the show. I'm with Barry Pulver from North Carolina in North or South? North Carolina. North Carolina. Uh, USA, and Barry is... uh, a heavy hitter in the EXP real estate space. I'm going to pass over to Barry in a sec to uh, ask him to introduce himself. I'd just like to welcome everybody to the show, and I'd like to welcome Barry to the show. How are you going, mate? Cheers, Ray. I am exceptionally well. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing pretty well. I think a few of our few of our listeners would have just gone, oh, "What's going on? That doesn't sound like a North Carolina accent." You know, a lot's changed over since COVID. Everybody sounds like this here. No, it's a funny, <laughs> funny story. And honestly, I moved to North Carolina back in 2010, so a right. lifetime ago, long right. old time ago. Uh, got into the real estate space, as we say over here. Right. 2015, 2016. Made some good choices. Got lucky, and now I'm lucky to be uh, the number one global agent with this company EXP, who you mentioned, and, and yep. one of the top, I guess, team leaders in in the whole industry, which is a bit of a blur, but a very big blessing as well. That's crazy, isn't it? So you are you still a practicing agent in North Carolina? I'm a licensed. Are you yeah, listing no, no, and selling no, good, houses day after day? And- good question. If I can get away with it, no. Um, right. I have a uh, some really good partners here locally, which I do try and hand off my business to. But as you know better than anyone in this space, Ray, sometimes it doesn't always work that way. So I'm an actively licensed agent here in a great state of North Carolina. Right. If I can, I, I, I try and do things behind the scenes now, a bit like you, empower others to figure out their own brand and their own business and do what we can, kind of interlocking, partnering together. Okay. Um, I like to get this out of the way nice and early because not everybody listens to a podcast right the way through. How do we reach out to you? What's the best way for uh, our our people to reach out and and connect with you or learn more about what you're doing? That's a curveball. Thank you. Any which way. My name, I'm I'm pretty omnipresent. Uh, LinkedIn, Barry Corver, phone number, WhatsApp, uh, any any which way. But uh, where's my number? Any I'll which put, way. I'm I'll put some links in the show notes and people can check it out. But it's Barry Pulver, P-U-L-V-E-R. Um, you can just Google Barry. Uh, his name will come up. It did for me. Um, now, before we go any further, is the same reason you're in North Carolina the same reason I'm in, in, in Toronto, Canada? Was it because that- of a woman or did you just get uh, lost one put day? That last part, I was going to say, you know that's a very rhetorical question. So, yes, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> right. So, guilty. Okay. Um, I'll be honest with you, uh, I, I learned very quickly after making that move, it was a terrible mistake, but I call it divine intervention that everything has worked out amazingly well since then. Oh, man, you're living in the USA. It's awesome. And as of about two weeks ago, as we record this live, I became a citizen. So a lot oh, did changed. you? Congratulations. Yes, Congratulations. I uh, became a Canadian citizen in, uh, in when was it, late last year? So, yeah. so um, Congratulations. Yeah, which is great. So you don't need to surrender your English passport and I don't need to surrender my Australian. So um, You're a smart man. Good. Yeah, well, I worked, out, I worked out when I went back to Oz last time, I worked out you use your Canadian passport on the way out and you use your Canadian passport when you, when you check into uh, to Melbourne or Sydney. So, Barry. I like that. Things you learn. I know, I know. Who, who knew, eh? Tell us a, your your thing. I've, I've done a little bit of homework, not a whole lot, because I, I want you to sort of tell us um, uh, more about it. But um, 
I'm passionate about marketing. Marketing is life, all of that. Um, I'm really into it. So are you. Um, uh, and your thing is helping, working with agents, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but you've been working with um, some of the top performers at EXP around personal branding, um, how they meet the market, all their visuals. I guess that gets, we're heavily into the digital space now, aren't we? So what their websites are looking like, social media, all of that sort of thing. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So nail on the head. I found, you know, we all find our niche, we all find our passion in property, estate agency, real estate. And I'm very, very fortunate to be working with the top agents in like literally from the tip of Wales to to the Gold Coast and Queensland over in your old neck of the woods. So it is, you know, the one thing for me, I think my journey, which life is a journey, real estate, estate agency is a journey. So we learn through the journey what can separate us and we take the good and the bad to to figure out what will help us. And they don't. They always say, "Don't reinvent the wheel." I'm not a believer of that personally. I know I'm the odd one out, but absolutely, I feel real estate is about two things. It's about personal branding, which is what we're speaking about, and it's about human psychology. You right. have to understand the need of the individual and what they're looking to do, and their timing. And just as importantly, they have to understand that you have the confidence and the ability and the skill set to help them at that time as well. So for me, right. behind the scenes, I just want every agent in the world, which is not going to happen, to understand that their personal brand themselves as the agent is what's going to separate them from everybody else. The more you can work on that in the psychology space in the background, I believe, and what I also see now, the more successful those agents are. Right, right. Now, you work with a number of um, EXP agents. Do you have uh, in, in EXP speaker team? Um, so I guess this is the right terminology here with EXP. We have the old traditional way of having a team like a brokerage or a company within a company, yep. by which, yes, I do have a handful here in the US, um, Australia, France, other parts of Central Europe, and the organization, as I say, the network, because the power of the network is a real thing, yep. uh, spans across about 16 countries and six continents. So it's a okay. combination of the two. Okay. Um, in in this digital world and now this AI world, what what are the some what are some of the things that you're looking at for for branding and positioning? Do you do um and, and I find myself doing this almost subconsciously, but um if I'm I know I've got a meeting coming up with somebody, I'll jump on and I'll spend 40 minutes looking and I'll do like a little personal audit um of what I like and what I and what I don't like and how I think I can help and and because you know it's tough when we're in real estate. We're kind of I call it in the jungle, right? And everything's dark and we're and we're shooting at shadows sort of thing. So but um, in, in my role, and, and I'm sure in your role, we get this over, overhead view and we can say, okay, here's some, here's some maybe some things you could improve. Here's some great opportunities. Is that kind of the way you go about it? Where's, and, and if so, where are the opportunities, do you think, for agents today? If somebody listening to this, driving along in their car, wants to lift their profile, wants to improve their brand, and we know a brand's more than a logo, what kind of things are you, are you looking at? That's a, that's a really good question. And after I answer, I'd love to get your honest thoughts on that, Ray, too. Sure. You know, for me, it's the difference between being just a real estate agent and a state agent for ABC company in ABC town, right? or actually being a true advocate of the local community. You know, is the company, we're all guilty, the company we are with as a real estate agent, is that what we're advertising and it's them and our name is very small at the bottom? Or do we have our own banner and we're getting out there in the community, interviewing the local businesses and actually being a digital mayor. I know it's the most overused phrase of the last couple of years. but the It's the title of my new book, actually. I'll send you a copy. I'm serious. I would yeah. love that. And there's a okay. reason for that too. Why did you choose that as the title of your book? 
because I just thought it was such an obvious no-brainer um, uh, part of uh, what was going on. And also, I'm seeing people post all their real estate content and getting three likes and then doing the same thing again and getting three likes and then doing the same thing again and getting four likes. And I'm going, why would they do that? It's all real estate content. There's only ever 4 or 5% of people buying or selling at any one time. Why wouldn't we post content about the new pizza shop, my favorite coffee, my buddy, the car dealer who's got the selling the Teslas or whatever's going on? Just get into the community. Like you, it's easy to find out what's happening in your community, isn't it? Anyway, I kind of hijacked that thing, but yeah, we're on the same wavelength. Well, we are. And I appreciate you saying that because I think for me, there's just one word that really everything comes down to, which is really the gist of where I put my time in a working capacity where your book is and its value. What value do we offer that 5%? What value, more importantly, do we offer the community? And then how I see it is what value can I offer as whatever the heck I am, a licensed real estate agent, um, to other real estate agents? And there's that value proposition. It's a, a synergy circle, if you will. If there's value there to be had, I go for a listing presentation. I go to meet with a client. Is there enough value that I can offer them for their services? And I think as long as the, the concept of value always remains top of our mind, you can't yeah. go wrong. And I think for yeah. me, that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm big on relationships. I'm big on sort of acquiring relationships, I guess, is the right way. And then I'm big on the nurture and follow up. And And one thing I've thought about the whole of my real estate career is what does every seller want? And I figure they want, and tell me what you think, I figure they want three things. They want top market price, normally above asking or normally above value, as they say. They want that. They want to sale in a reasonable time. Nobody wants to be on the market for months. And they're looking for a rewarding real estate experience. So I figure if my brand or my positioning or my pitch can sell those three things, then I figure that I'm making some headway and, and starting to engage people at the highest level. Well, can I ask you a question then? So you've specifically labelled them one, two, and three. Would number three not be the equation of one and two put together, or is it probably. something different? Yeah, probably, probably. Um, I put three in there because so many people say, "Look, I, you know," and we read reviews and stuff like that. And 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 it is a, real estate is a tricky thing, you know. And 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 um, you know, we, we've had there's there's going to be neg negative commentary if if uh, if if we've had a bidding war and four people want a home and and there can only be one owner and and somebody's going to come away with that it's all how we handle it but uh, there is a lot of negativity around the the experience so um and, and and I figure the best way to 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 pitch those three things is is with like a, a really good customer review that taps into those or like a uh, a testimonial as we call it something that because well, you and I can sit around and say how good we are all day but when a client says it it's a different thing you know what is human psychology again it's much more powerful if you have someone else telling the world how great you are than what, how if it comes out from you I mean that's just the basics of psychology and I think that's so important and yeah. go one step further because I know even not enough real estate agents which blows my mind in this year in this day and age are not on video enough sharing their story, sharing their journey, even sharing the listings for, for yep. the small amount. They should be doing that. But yes. video testimonials from clients, if they're open and willing to do it, it's the most powerful thing digitally in the world. You know, it's something to be said about just copy and pasting text or even just a visual. But the power, like you're saying, of somebody else sharing their own experience and journey, which you cannot impart on them, um, to share the world how your experience is, is the most empowering thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... That's really cutting to the chase, isn't it, when you're talking about brand because a great video is our brand because 
uh, I don't know if you agree, but we are our brand. I mean, our brand really is what somebody thinks about us after we leave the room kind of thing, isn't it? Would you agree with that? Couldn't agree more. Like I have yeah. these fancy business cards just to prove a point, but it doesn't Hold that matter. up again. Let's give us a better oh. look at that. Sure. So this is the there front. There we go. The exceptional the brand. I love it. Yeah. And this is this is the back, just the little nice. highlights and bits and pieces. But yeah. this is no more of my brand than this, or as you see here on the screen, my name. Like you say, it doesn't matter where you are, what you do, what you look like. Your brand is your name, is what you look like. It, it yes. is this moment you have that conversation, the moment you step in the door. You know, it, all of that is, is massively powerful. Thus, testimonials is that powerful too. You know, you can have yeah. the best-looking car, the best-looking cards, the best-looking attire, but if you walk in the door and your reviews and the experience you've imparted, you know, you can make quick money in this industry. And I think here in America, a lot of people, probably Canada too, get into the industry for the wrong reasons. Correct. Maybe they watch the Selling Sunsets and the Lux listing Sydney and all of that stuff and they have the wrong reasons. But those who truly last in this industry at a high level are those who impart those experiences, the number three of what exactly what you were saying, right? Yeah. Instead of trying to configure different software to run your real estate business, Real Ads agents solve the problem with a fully loaded tech bundle that saves them over 85% in monthly costs. The platform includes a stunning CRM, an easy-to-drive social media ads manager, an online design tool, and templates to create all your marketing, a reputation management tool to quickly build five-star reviews, sales funnels to generate leads on autopilot, and lots more, including 24-7 tech support. There's never been a real estate tech stack like Real Ads. Discover the future of real estate marketing by Googling Real Ads CRM. That's R-E-A-L-A-D-S-C-R-M. Now let me, we're working without a net here, but that's um that's that's how we like it. Well, let me let me ask you a question, Barry. If you if uh if I came to you and I said, Barry, I, I'm 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 all happy with my brand, my website, my everything looks great. Um, where would you suggest I start marketing what it is I do? Like if I've got all of the social media platforms and, and everything, um, is, there, is there something that stands out to you as a bit of a no-brainer for, for somewhere to start to, to spread the word about what I do? It's a really cliche answer, but it really depends on what you're looking to do. You know, I have uh, agents, partners who sell more homes a year than I've ever sold in my career, you know, hundreds yep. of homes by themselves a year. So it really depends what they're looking to do. They're looking to, and I think a lot of it's looking in the mirror as well. You know, I know we cover all the basics. We go and talk about social media, you know, the Facebooks, the LinkedIn, the Instagrams, the people that are way younger than me, TikTok and, and the other ones. Yeah. I think YouTube as well. For me, I think the power of YouTube is um, one that people are starting to look at. Those at high level have been doing it for a while. But if we're just going to put a blanket statement on how you as an agent, how you and your brand can get out there in the most impactful way. I believe it's YouTube, not only because obviously the company who owns it is the biggest search engine in the world, but that's a true way to become the digital mayor, to get in with the B2B and the B2C it yeah. is through leveraging that platform. But I would add as well, never specifically put a, a YouTube link directly on social media. You never want to take people away from the very platform they're on. But right. for me, it's just in, uh, really embarking in video. And the reason I say YouTube is <laughs> because the most powerful video uh, platform out there. Yeah. Yeah, I actually just did that. I just posted my last video on on YouTube, so on uh, on Facebook with a YouTube um, with a YouTube link. But um, we've all I been guilty that. and done that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so where do you think we're heading with with this? Because what's happening? I don't know what's happening in North Carolina, but 
I think it's kind of happening everywhere is that we've had this amazing rush and then we had like things were booming along and then and then 2020 came and the and the pandemic and we thought it was all going to hit the wall but it uh it, it just went to the next level and now there's a little bit of a bit of a hangover from all of that I think the uh the world economies that matter seem to have pulled off what they call a, a soft landing in in the economic sense but where do you think um where do you think the market's heading because we've got a lot of people who uh, there doesn't seem to be as many listings as there as there used to be, um, but there's just as many agents, if not more. Oh, gee, if not more, which is always the case, which worries the life out of me. I created mainly AI-generated book, uh, which yep. I don't have here because I'm a really good agent called So You Want to Be Selling Sunsets because right. it really answers the question, you think you want to be in real estate, but do you really? Yep. Um, but that's a great question. I was ironically enough reading a BBC article about three weeks ago saying in America how last year, 2023, was – the worst in was it for 20, 25 years in terms of property and sales and all of that. Whereas this year, what I, I'm going to ask you what you're seeing there in your market too. But I mean, things are going really, really well. Both, and this is internationally looking specifically. I do a lot of time looking at kind of all of our guys in all the markets. But here, we're yeah. in a very niche college town, about 30 minutes north of Charlotte, North Carolina, called Davidson. Right. This market has not been impacted whatsoever. The property taxes have doubled during COVID. The, the house prices have doubled, but we're not seeing any real negativity. The only thing is the, the lack of inventory and the lack of listings and the amount of desire for buyers. But even then, coming into the spring market, as we're speaking now, things are looking, I guess, from a real estate perspective, really, really positive. There's a lot of, um, and it's an election year. It's um, I can't remember who told me, but I think it's... Uh, Four billion people around the world have a national election in 2024, which blew my mind, which just puts everything into a massive perspective. But we're seeing a lot of positivity, a lot of interest, um, a lot of activity here coming into the spring summertime. What, what are you seeing up there? I'm seeing uh, a lot of optimism. Um, the market has been quiet. Um, but yeah, as you said, uh, inventory is down, um, uh, You know, number of listings and, and uh, prices are not as crazy as they were uh, in the pandemic. Maybe they're down 10, 15 in some areas, 20%, but uh, properties are still uh, selling very, very quickly. Um, I was talking with a client um, way down at the south of uh, the south of uh, the South Island, at the south end of the South Island of New Zealand, and that market's crazy. So, I, you know, I said, how long are your campaigns? And she said about five days because uh, properties come on and and just go really really quickly so it doesn't really matter where you are in um, in 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 the countries that uh, that that are working at the moment and and where things are great and and are just seeing a lot of optimism and and uh, and I think uh, I think I think interest rates are probably forecast to come down uh, I've noticed I'm noticing but I think they probably will in the in the hopefully during this year anyway we'll see how that goes yeah, well, and again, election cycles have a lot to play with, regardless of your political beliefs. Just, you know, people need to be seen to be doing a favourable job, and that directly ties into the housing market, directly ties into consumer confidence. So I think that's important. The one thing I've noticed, though, personal ignorant experience, it almost doesn't matter what the market is. You know, I, I look at my guys and girls, and, and just generally in real estate, you know, there's always people's life circumstances that's going to dictate they have to move. It could be a birth, it could be a death, it could be a marriage, it could be a divorce, it could be a job circumstance. There's always people moving. There's always an opportunity to be an outstanding real estate agent. Thus, I guess, what comes back to intentionality of having your brand, right? Yeah, 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 100%. Barry, um, the people, the agents that you work with, uh, I'm always interested in uh, in listing and, and marketing to uh, to win the listing. 
Um, what uh, the agents that you work with, is there something um, that stands out that they're doing to uh, to increase their listing activity, to attract more sellers? The power of the network always helps. You know, the ability now just to have a listing and for it automatically to be showcased around the world. It doesn't necessarily yeah. bring that buyer, although I've just sent a couple of uh, potential listings clients to the UK just through the power of my family and, and network. Yeah. So yeah. I think that helps. But honestly, it's... Um, it's really just playing more on the psychology part, actually sitting down and listening, which as an estate agent, as a real estate agent, I always difficult with coming with these listing presentations. We present 18 bits of pages and they don't care, but it's actually yeah. just listening more. I know it's the, the basics of the basics, but it's really just yeah. sitting down and listening to that individual, why they want to move, what their expectation is, and seeing if there's value and aligning in the middle. You know, we have all the 360 tours, the lifestyle presentation videos and all of that, which the top agents do, but really, it's the true basics. It's just sitting down with a human being as a human being and listening to what they need. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm starting to see in the, in the US in, in particular uh, a, a bit of a movement away from the multiple listing service or the multiple listing systems, the MLS. Um, is that something that you've noticed in, in your state? Uh, and that, so that's the first part of the question. The second part of the question, is everybody marketing on the MLS or is everybody using Zillow? Uh, is any Does anybody market from their own platform using social media? When I yes. say market, promote their listings. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, Sorry. yes, and yes, uh, right. <laughs> which is, is confusing. <clears throat> so the last one, I, I feel as an individual, again, when it comes to our branding, it's always a lot more empowerful if – you know, so we have buyer, well, technically we still have buyer agency here in America. We'll see what that looks like in a couple of years. Yeah. But as opposed to just setting somebody up on that MLS, the multiple listing system, I always, always, always advocate that they do it through their specific website. You know, here we have a pretty robust bit of kit in the back end through the CRM. Yeah. And it's a lot more robust. It's a lot more personal. It's a lot more impactful than just the MLS. So, yeah. yes, I've very few, some, we do have some office exclusive listings just because the individuals may be a high net worth or they just don't want the exposure of their property or their neighbors knowing, you know, that they're selling. So it won't be on the MLS. But honestly, the vast, vast majority, I haven't seen that, are still on the MLS number one. Right. Here in North Carolina, our market, everything pretty much that goes on the MLS gets uh, through the feed does go automatically on Zillow too. So it is a combination of the two. Right. Um, but absolutely, I feel, again, it comes back to value. Any agent, any of the 30, 40 agents that every homeowner knows can do the same. They can put a property on the MLS or they can search, set them up for a search on the MLS. But very few have the capability and very few actually have the implementation of using their own tech that they're paying at for their own brokerage anyway to kind yeah. of have that more one-on-one -on -one personal experience. What, Where are you seeing maybe the disconnect from the MLSs and maybe some of the portals too? Um, I'm set, well, well, firstly, here in Canada, uh, I think it's, uh, if you list a property, you've got. Th I'm not sure actually where it's. My, my listeners will tell me, but I'm not sure whether it's just Ontario or or, or, or the whole of the country. But uh, if you list a property, you've got three days to get it on your local MLS. That's that is the law, LAW. Um, yeah. In Australia, we don't use an MLS. Uh, we don't have that system, so we kind of all work for the seller. The seller pays our fee, um, average two and a half to three percent, um, from what I can work out. Um, a friend of mine from Sydney, I was, I was on the phone with him last night and he's telling me if he wants to put a property on the national portal and the number one national portal in Australia is realestate.com.au, um, it's it's the better part of 3,000 Australian, which is, which is I think that's two grand US. So mm -hmm. to, to list one property 
on there is is, is a lot of money. So that's uh, I think that's deserving of a government inquiry. But that's uh, that's uh, that's a pretty powerful monopoly. Or well, it's actually a duopoly yeah. because there's another one. But um, uh, it's getting very very expensive. And I'm I'm and I'm not the only one to be asking this question, but. I'm seeing that a lot more agents are, uh, in Australia are, are marketing on on the social media networks because so many people, it has so much saturation through our market. Um, and I guess yeah. at the end of the day, the seller's going to go, well, yeah, I know, but that's the national portal. I've got to have my my listing on there. But increasingly, with those ridiculous costs, um, you know, bang for your buck. I mean, three grand would get you a lot of, uh, a lo- a lot of social media marketing, wouldn't it? Oh, hands down. I think it's a combination. It's funny enough, you know, we see exactly the same in the UK. There's almost a monopoly, if you will, with Rightmove, rightmove.co.uk. That is the listing portal, much like the Zillow, much like, I guess, Centris and and, and like you're saying, real realestate.com.au. You know, that is still the powerful portal that a home buyer is going to go to first. The power of social media is massive, absolutely. And going one step further, specifically on Facebook, if there isn't one, set one up. But so many locations have you know, even here in America, we have HOAs, homeowner associations or communities, right? And there's community yep. pages. So yep. I feel there's a need for the two. I think that's the power of the um, of a network or a company as well that's going to alleviate some of those costs on, on the front end to get somebody set up but also have access. That's the power of being part of a big company, right? Where you yep. have the bulk buying power. It's not necessarily fair. But yeah, when you're talking about $3,000 Aussie for, for a listing, I mean, it's absolutely ludicrous. But until those portals don't have the power they have, then they're still going to charge. And those charges, I'm sure, are going to be increasing all the time too. Yeah. Let me, uh, I'm going to let you go. I'll give you one last, one final question, if you don't mind, back on to, uh, to EXP because um, I've, uh, I was talking with my friend Lisa B from Queensland um, about EXP uh, last week and we recorded an episode and so I'm kind of learning more about the, about the, uh, about the brand and about the, uh, the company. Um, you're, a uh, a high performing real estate agent. You could have gone to any brand, and the US is the home of 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 the biggest real estate brands in the world. What is it about? And I hope you don't mind me asking this question, but what is it about EXP that that attracted you to to the company? Um, can you just talk to that a little bit? I'm an open book. I'm very transparent. It's very ignorant because it all comes from my own experience. But absolutely, so. I wasn't actively looking to leave my last company in fairness, and now five and a half years, here we go, at EXP. I consider EXP an opportunity, and the power of the opportunity is having mentorship and the ability to to link arms with the best of the best in the world. I didn't have that when I joined EXP, but I wanted to link arms with somebody who I knew at a very high level who I felt we could work with together. The opportunity comes when I joined this company. We're in most of the US, two provinces in Canada, and I came to EXP understanding the opportunity, not knowing anyone in the world and saying, hey, I'm going to join this company. He spoke to the CEO of the company in New Orleans at one of the events and said, hey, I'm going to take this company international. No, nobody. Long and short of it, I did. So I think I, I consider EXP an opportunity by where, you know, costs are high in real estate. We're all very competitive and competition's a great thing. But in real estate, it can be very... Um, a little cutthroat so the ability to link arms with the best in the world there's no other company that can possibly do that from my research um and that remains the same today than the exp so for me the ability to link arms and work with the best of the world side by side behind the scenes to empower every agent to empower their customer through their branding and, and all of that i mean it was really just a uh, american cliche but it was a no-brainer right i'm very thankful for it and it's just the beginning 
Because there are, thank you, and thank you for that honest answer, there, because there are other brands in the US that that let you keep the larger proportion of your of your GCI or gross commission income, aren't there? Uh, but yes, there EXP are. has has this has these extra extra features. Well, yeah, and every company, you know, not every company is different for every individual. There's there's some spin-offs from EXP, certainly here in uh, in the US, and they've started making traction in the last few years. But for yeah. me, um, again, I've kind of lucked into it, but I believe you make your own luck as well. You know, there's no other yeah. company where I could do this personally on an international basis and then create what I'm creating for my family, my seven-year-old, my three-year-old, you know, already. So listen, I always say, do your due diligence, do your research, whatever company, wherever you are in the world, but also seek mentorship. For me, Ray, that's a big thing that I never had yeah. in my career. Yeah. If you can seek someone who's gone on that path, who's gone on that journey to do something with you to alleviate, you know, 900 of the thousand mistakes, boy, you're going to save yourself some time and, and enjoy it along the way because it's a lonely industry too. You can do it, it alone, lonely. my friend. Yeah, and it that's is not a bloody bad thing, lonely. Right? We 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 put our heads down every day and 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 work on the weekends as well. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's it's a different gig, isn't it? It is, and that's that's business ownership and that's entrepreneurship, right? It is yeah. the two. But if you can yeah. do that and and not necessarily have to do it alone, I've just found it's more fun. And when you're having fun with what you do, ironically enough, you have more success, and ironically enough, the money comes with it too. So. Just make the right choice for where you are, but always looking at the big picture and a big vision and why you got into this industry. I think if anyone does that, Ray, you're going to succeed as long yeah. as you do the work as well. Yeah, 100%. Um, Barry, mate, thank you so much for your time today. You're a real thought leader in, in our industry and, and I know a lot of people seek you out and I know you're you're a busy, busy guy and I'd love to thank you on behalf of our listeners. You've, you've just parted with some amazing content. Um, I'm going to stop the recording. Please hang on the line for one second and I'll, I'll give you the uh, when we go live info. Uh, but on behalf of everybody, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you. Keep up the great work as well. I love the interviews. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Thank you. And, and guys, um, just go to the show notes. I've got all Barry's contact info there. Uh, just go to topagentsplaybook.com and you'll be able to find everything you want. Thanks, mate. Cheers, Ray. When you're ready to move up to an insanely fast full suite platform, Real Ads delivers everything the modern agent needs, including online design tools, social media ads manager, landing pages, websites, email and text messaging, CRM, customized ebooks, and much more. There's never been a real estate tech stack like Real Ads. Discover the future of real estate marketing by Googling Real Ads CRM. That's R E A L A D S CRM. Yeah.